Hello, and thank you so much for joining me. Once again, you are tuned into Frequency Bay, and I am your host, Madam Butterfly. Thank you for joining me with another episode. Um, So I recently made the announcement that I'm interested in um, talking about the intersection of the Black Lives Matter movement and the LGBT community. And so... um, As a result, I decided to take the time to go ahead and do the full research. And um, I found a few articles in the midst of of my research that I'm interested in going over today. And then also, um, I'm interested in basically just like um, closing it out with a a video that that I found. So... This first article is um, ABC Go, um, ABC News article, and it was done by Tanae Chazan back in 2020, just about a year ago, um, and the title of it is From the Start, Black Lives Matter Has Been About the LGBT." Q lives, and it goes as follows. From the start, the founders of the Black Lives Matter have always put LGBTQ votes, or voices, I'm sorry, at the center of the conversation. The movement was founded by three black women, Alicia Garza, Patrice Cullors, Opal, Miss Opal, Miss Opal Pinkney, two of whom identify as queer. By by design, the movement they started in 2013 has uh, maintained organic has maintained its organic roots and diffuses its organic roots and diffuses since then. Many of the largest Black Lives Matter protests have been fueled by the violence against black men, including Mike Brown, uh, Eric Garner in 2016, and now um, George Floyd and Ahmaud Arbery. Um, You're aware of the BLM movement. You are aware of those names. But it's not only straight, cisgender black men who are dying at the hands of police. Last month, a black transgender this would be May of 2020. Last month, a black transgender man, Tony Tony McBee, 38, was shot and killed by police in Tallahassee. Absolutely devastating. Added, on June 9th, two black transgender women, uh, Renee Calvin, Renee Milton, Sorry, Dominique Remy, Remy, Remy Fells also was killed in a separate act of violence. Their killers, believed to be the 13th and 14th transgender or non non gender uh, gender non conforming peoples of this this year, according to the Human Rights Coalition. And in 2019, Lailene Polanco, a trans lot. Latina woman who was an active member of the New York 
of the New York's barroom community died while in solitary confinement at Rikers Island Jail. We are a prime target because of our blackness. And our intersectionality of being trans adds an extra target on our backs, said Genevieve Chase, co-leader co and organizer of House Lives Matter, a community organization composed of sexual and gender, mi gender minority people of color. Chase said that although Black Lives Matter was created by was created by queer folk, cisgender privilege has taken precedent over gay and transgender people. Um, for that, I'll say that I really believe that the straight community believes that it deserves precedent over, and I hate that I'm saying it because I don't, I don't necessarily like the fact that I, I feel that way, but I do definitely believe that the straight black community believes that it deserves president over uh, the LGBT community within the black community, um, which is incredibly sad. But I think it's a completely different discussion that the black community needs to deal with its like how comfortable we become with death and with uh, passing over. Um, we've gotten too comfortable with it, in my opinion. We've become way too dissociated disassociated in relationship to it, and um, that's just like a whole nother can of beans of mental illness for a whole nother day, whole nother show, but um, I think that's sad, and I, th I think that's something that the straight community within the black community needs to deal with, um, because why would you feel comfortable with another community of people who are you feeling that way? Not okay. But I'm, I'm going to continue. While Chase and other LGBT activists, uh, advocates of color, clearly condemn, uh, clearly condemn the death of George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, and countless other cisgender black men, they also they're also quick to call attention to other acts of violence against black LGBT people that garner less attention, that garner less national media attention. Um, because you almost never hear the trans lives and the homosexual lives that have died in any community on the news that often. And oftentimes they, they spend a lot of time misgendering, uh, non-conforming people on the news that's that's another whole other problem. They often point to Marsha P. Johnson and Sylvia Riviera, a trans woman of color who kickstarted the LGBT LGBTQ rights movement following the Stonewall Uprising of the 1960s, only to watch as many hard-fought rights and privilege benefited the white gay men and women who were extended to who were who weren't extended to people like them it's another example about how the queer the black queer community has been in 
the forefront leading, however, we're not being seen or heard or valued, Chase added. Um, so, as the voices of LGBTQ people are getting louder, for some odd reason, Straight people and straight people in the black community are acknowledging this as some type of threat against them. Um, and I really feel as if this is something that makes no sense outside of the fact that people in the black community who are straight are really just like straight up selfish like we have our oppressiveness like we have our oppression from the outside world for many reasons and you know one could go on and on listing those but in the same breath the fact that black queer people can't exist without there being some type of issue or being oppressed on by other people who look just like them um, is a reflection of the fact that uh, the, sh- the, the, the straight black community, like we're not processing the way in which we're being oppressed in, in the correct way. Um, and we need to do better. Well, y'all need to do better, rather. Um, yeah. There's, there's, there's space for growth and flourishment in that. But I'm, I'm going to continue. However, organizers say that there are clear signs that times are changing and that black LGBTQ voices are increasingly taking center stage in national conversation, in nationwide conversations about race discrimination and police violence. In recent weeks, people have turned out in and never before seen numbers to support the LGBT community of color and especially black transgender people, which is beautiful. Um, last week in Brooklyn, an estimated 15,000 people turned out for a demonstration called the Black Trans Lives Matter Rally, a.k.a. Brooklyn Liberation, making it one of the largest transgender-focused protests in history, according to organizers. In Los Angeles, tens of thousands of people gathered in Hollywood for the all-Black Lives Matter protest, intended to be inclusive and centered on LGBTQ LGBTQ members of the BLM, Um, and on Juneteenth to celebrate the day the last enslaved people were informed of their freedom. Celebrations across the country sought intersectional celebrations of the black experience in the United States. In Harlem, in New York City, hundreds gathered gathered for a massive celebration of music and art intended to lift up and center black, queer, and trans folks in an event co-organized by the Blacksmiths Intersectional Voice uh, Coalition Collective and Wide Awake. And Wide Awake. That's dope. I like that. 
more people are also becoming educated and internal and intentional at this movement, said said Daya Sandy, who's on the steering who's on the steering committee of the Blacksmiths a coalition of artists, uh, culture culture producers and organizers committed to black liberation and equality. It is just not possible to turn a blind eye away from these things anymore, Sandy. turned out dancing in a long among and marched along historic black landmarks on a hot day in Harlem. Eventually the pride like crowd landed at St. Nicole's Park where members of the New York City ballroom community gathered protesters with elaborate voguing performances, a dancing style born in the queer ballroom scene that has since been popularized by Madonna, Rihanna, and Ariana Grande. It's rare that we are, that we get opportunities to come together as a black community and specifically center the trans and queer community in shape to help organize Juneteenth celebration in Harlem. many of these beacons of light must we lose along the way? LaBelle G asked the crowd, referring to black trans women who have been the victims of violence. And as Black Lives Matter protests continue to remember George Floyd and other Others killed at the hands of police. La Belgie. I'm probably pronouncing these names all wrong, and I, I deeply apologize. It's La B E I J A, which is weak as fuck. That's a pretty cool last name. Argue, including black trans women in that list of black names. As a black transgender woman, La J. Smith said she learned the hard way how difficult life could be for people like her in the United States. It has been a struggle most of us, most of the way here, said Smith, a founding member of the Intersectional Voice Collaborative Collective and Director of Makeup Artistry for BDPRO. But over the last three to five years, things have started to ease up, leading to the movement today where I just thought I would never see a crowd of black, queer, and trans people of like minds getting along and speaking to one, speaking to one ancestor. After that's fucking complicated. Smith credits the founders of Black Lives Matter for creating spaces for LGBTQ voices to kickstart 
it has always been a part of the cultural movement and of that article um i think that personally that the straight black community need to do a better job of putting more respect on the lgbt the name of the lg of queer black people i want to say lgbtq people but i'm specifically talking about black queer people uh as black non-gender conforming people they deserve more respect they deserve to be humanized and they deserve to exist without being terrorized for absolutely no reason. Um, I want to address something specifically um, online. I, I want to address the fact that it doesn't make sense that so many black queer people and people with disabilities always manage to be the tail end of everybody's fucking joke um within our community there's there needs to be more respect more compassion more love and more appreciation for one another because this doggy dog shit is really gonna just it's 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 gonna give us more shit than than we need um and we've already got shit we got enough bullshit on our plates and 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 at the end of the day we're just adding more onto that bullshit um and i urge my fellow straight black individuals and just people in general not not necessarily just black people but black people in uh, uh, uh first i'm talking about all people but black people first um, need to do a better job of setting a better narrative because trans people are everywhere, black non-conforming, black non-gender conforming people are everywhere, black queer people are everywhere, and they're not going anywhere anytime soon. I know some of you would love the idea of them to just disappear tomorrow, but that's kind of not, ha- that's not how this works. And we would all do better, and it would all be a little better if we took the time to check our own privilege, in all honesty. Um, and the way that the straight movement has kind of hijacked the LGBTQ movement, not the LGBTQ movement, Black Lives Matter protests and, and Black Lives Matter activism has hijacked it. Um, it was never our agenda. It was, it was never, it was never our agenda. short on
I feel like they said everything else that needed to be said in regards to what I'm trying to get across. Um, I'm pretty sure there's more to it. Um, I'm I'm almost positive there's more to it. But for right now, I'll, I'll leave it there.
And I want to end off saying this, um, because I, like, I'm, I'm not sure what you all say, but now I'm not sure what I'm saying. So, <laughs> with that being said, um, recently, uh, uh, well, not yet, yeah, recently, while I was ruminating and I was thinking about doing the show and, you know, I, I, I kind of got the need to, to, or got the need or felt the need to say something in regards to this and kind of touch on this topic. Um, I was also in the process of doing my own soul searching, and I've been in the process of doing my own soul searching for, I think, those six, since, since uh, the, the, the Lionsgate on 8-8. Um, and while ruminating, couldn't help but feel as though I was knocking on the, the, I guess, the door in a way of, you know, my own psychological politics. And so my experience was this. I um, grew some research requests for the Truth and Liberty is and how it works, and uh, I was recently doing a lecture with a vulnerability specialist who's been in the game for like, let me think, 15 years. So I'm going over these lectures, and I'm watching these YouTube videos, and in the process of doing this also, I'm realizing that um, I personally have become very cognizant uh, over of trying to understand my own vulnerability and my struggles with it, I, I realized that I've taken on um, and subscribed to a lot of these ideologies that don't, uh, that aren't really compatible with, you know, my roots as a person of color. Um, with that being said, though, even in the same breath, you know, as I, I branch out and I grow and I venture out, I guess I bet myself um, and give myself that there'll never be a time in which I feel the need to and or think it's a good idea to look down on the, the black community. Black people, queer people, people in the LGBT community, trans people will always be regardless of whether or not um, anybody thinks this way. Um, I believe in humanity. I believe in humanizing individuals. Um, and it doesn't make sense to me that these people go in and out throughout their days and say that they should be living right next to you and me. And 
please don't even take the time where you should to humanize this topic. And I think that, in my, my own personal opinion, is that um, the black community is taking an L by rejecting the queer, black queer people and 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 gender black gender nonconformity um we're, we're taking like a huge L by deciding to uh not embrace these people not love on them not cherish them not you know what I mean nurture them not care for them because of our own biases um but that's all I got for this for this episode today I thank you so much for listening and for trying to stick with me for this up until this point. Um, I've got a couple other things I have to attend to. We will finish this interview, uh, this new segment, um, probably later tonight and or tomorrow. But again, thank you for listening. Uh, This is Madam Butterfly, and I'm